have to get used to it series <laughs> finale the only podcast where three boston comedians watch the final episode of a show they've never, never even, even seen. seen i'm john paul i'm zach and i'm jack thank you guys so much for listening this podcast comes out they say every sunday but it's really more like monday it typically releases you know monday well it depends on your time zone <laughs> and we don't time zone shame <laughs> Because uh, a lot of our Hawaiian listeners, it's it's almost a mid-afternoon Sunday snack. So if you're on a beach man and you want to listen, take a look. Hell yeah. And every Thursday, we release a special bonus episode yes. at patreon.com slash series finale. And we get fresh and naughty on there. We usually watch a pilot, but sometimes we get kinky. We watch the second episode of Billions. We will be transitioning this into an episode, a podcast only about Billions and only about, ch- only about Axelrod on Billions. That's the only yes. thing we'll but the one group of billions that we love the most, Mexican Catholics, right? Hell yeah. And this show There's is billions about Mexican Catholics. There's it's billions Jane. Of them. The Virgin, La Virgen para los hispanos blancos. There's, there's billions of them, and they're they're just multiplying every day. They're becoming yeah. a larger and larger part of the voting electorate. You think there are a billion Latinos? No. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, there's like 300 million. That's small numbers. Now, it's actually probably more. 190 million in Brazil, 100 million in Mexico. Hell yeah. And then everything else is kind of chump change. No offense. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Uruguay. So we're all uh, the top races are like uh, are like East Asian and Asian. So it's all about Asia, really. Asia's, Asia's number one. Asia's if you're not one. Asian, you're a loser, statistically. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not Asian, you're a wiener. So Yeah, basically. Shout out to all of our Asian listeners who get the Patreon also for free. Asian privilege. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we're huge in India. They but did a crossover of this show in China called Ching the Virgin. Wow. <laughs> I don't know about that. Disavow <laughs> hard. Not we haven't disavowed in about eight weeks. <laughs> Redacted. <laughs> Redacted. If we want this I show think we can be a little bit more clever with the racism <laughs> confucius the virgin that's pretty good that's pretty oh, good okay so or re- rewind <laughs> i guys confucius oh, the virgin. Shit. michelle that's a common asian american name wendy these are common asian american names. yeah i didn't know that uh why yeah. do you think those are so common do you think Ching michelle kwan i think name? had a lot to do with it Michelle Kwan, the I ice skater? Th- I think so. Oh, mm. nice. I don't know if she was a symptom or a cause of the Michelle trend, mm-hmm. but she probably has a lot to For do. For her. That's awesome. But we love Asia, and <laughs> shout out to our South Asian brethren in Kashmir, which is going through rough times and is going to get really tense Oh, yeah. That's like, uh, What's that, going that's, on like, that's like India's Hong Kong, right? Yeah. It was like fairly independent. India just exerted influence kind of because Donald Trump has eased back and made America like no part of the global stage. Uh-huh. And now Pakistan might get really involved by kind of funding insurgency. What's up with Donald J. Trump like wants to buy Greenland? He's what a forward been- thinker, I think. <laughs> Why is he so all of a sudden so desperate to buy Greenland? He was sundowning. It was like a, 
mid-evening and there's an elderly man. He just got a little crazy, so he threw it out. What time would the podcast come out in Greenland? Well, that's actually why we are against it. Is that it would come out on Monday, mid-afternoon for them. Oh, no. So, Series Finale Nation can't have that. <laughs> Wait, what is uh So, he wants to buy Greenland. What's a country you would buy if you were president? That's oh, that is a fantastic question. question. Thank you. Uh, I would definitely just go ahead and throw, buy China. That seems, that seems easy <laughs> enough, right? Just buy the best one. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're the top dogs. Right. So we buy them. It's like, you know, it's like when Google acquires its rival company. We just buy China out. Bing, bang, boom. And Do of course, that is the name of the current president. You <laughs> <laughs> like how I was just giving you a hard time about your racism? <laughs> I dropped bing, bang, boom. <laughs> I think it's President Xi, <laughs> President Xi Jinping. I don't know. Is that right? Yeah, no, I think you're more on the money. No, President Xi. We, uh, <laughs> President Xi is a listener. President she's a big series for that. Yeah, I heard he pipes it into uh to, I heard he pipes it into the Uyghurs to torture them because they won't give up their Muslim faith. It's too horny of a pod, so it sins for a Uyghur. <laughs> I forgot about the Uyghurs. Hey, never forget the Uyghurs. The Uyghurs are the biggest the Uyghurs have like absolutely come out blazing in terms of like packs of oppressed people. Yes, the Uyghurs are top dogs led by their independence leader, Eminem, Marshall Mathers. <laughs> <laughs> president of the, the Uyghur Republic. But it's like, you know, a year ago, most people in the world had never heard of a Uyghur. And now they're like, the, they're on like the forefront of, they're on the forefront of everybody's mind. They yeah. have surpassed the Rohingya from Some Myanmar. people would say- I don't even remember Rohingya. Uh, Ro who? <laughs> <laughs> Some people- uh, would say that the reason that the Uyghurs have become so <laughs> forefront in the hearts and minds is because the state-sponsored so white supremacist capitalist class uh, newspapers are putting forth these stories to make China look bad in their socialist country. I think so. I think that the Uyghurs... Uh, you know, a lot of people think that the Uyghurs are on the forefront of everyone's mind right now because it's a very sad story and the oppression is really You've difficult. never read a story about the Uyghurs, <laughs> have you? No, I, <laughs> I think they're on the forefront of people's minds because it's a hilarious word to say. <laughs> it's a great spelling word, too. Oh, it's, like it's tough. U-I-G-Y-R-H. Like, no, I thought to spell. that was pronounced bing, bang, boom. <laughs> Redacted. Very uh, fresh. We're, I'm redacting my own joke. <laughs> that All was right. too much. No, I shouldn't funny. have done it, but <laughs> so that's global geopolitics. I'm getting banned from Tukasa comedy after this. <laughs> uh, so we watched Jane Lelyatin, Jane the Virgin, Jane the Virgin, which was a cool hip show, kind of like Ugly Betty. Ugly Betty is the first episode of the podcast that I ever listened to. Yeah? Oh, yeah, wow. this is, that was the episode that you did in the pre-boot with Kyle McNally. Yes. yes. And it was just great to hear Kyle McNally talking about <laughs> this ugly broad. <laughs> I didn't think she was that bad. <laughs> I would have banged, to be honest. <laughs> That's pretty much exactly how we sounded. That's right. And now, Kyle so McNally, we shouldn't joke because he was a victim of uh, sexual assault <laughs> at Improv Boston by a guy I won't name. <laughs> A uh, guy was sexually harassing Kyle McNally, and he had a really <laughs> tough time with it. He was like, dude, it's like I'm trying to get stage time for the people show, and this guy keeps, like, looking at my balls. <laughs> <laughs> it's like rape's not funny. Well, there is an investigation uh, <laughs> that is ongoing, which we will decline to formally <laughs> comment upon. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, I, 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 Ugly Betty. And that was the first time where I listened. And I was like, man, I really want to hear about what Ugly Betty 
was like, but then you guys, of course, just spent the entire time interviewing a comic about comedy. It was horrible. Which we do not do anymore. <laughs> now yeah. we do a real will they, won't they Ooh, talk about yes. the show, or will they simulate gay sex between Bill Clinton <laughs> and Mike Tyson? Did, um... What, does Ugly Betty have anything to do with Jane the Virgin? No, but... Just they look similar. Betty yeah. Betty LaFeo was a Mexican telenovela that they brought to US TV. Oh, and, really? Yes. And what these shows do, like Jane the Virgin, they're very proud that they were telenovelas. So they play with the form of it a lot. Like, mm-hmm. if you noticed, if you watch this on Netflix, it's not called Episode 1, Episode 2. It's called Chapter 85. Capitulos is also what they call it in Portuguese oh, novelas. Damn. It's chapters because it's a story. And the difference between American soaps which actually this is referenced in the show in novellas is. is that novellas are meant to end they're more like miniseries mm. oh, like they, uh. they have a middle beginning and an end they last two or three seasons and then that's it you get but really they have like a hundred episodes yes in there every night they're yeah. every you'll watch it twice a week three times a week damn but it's kind of cool it's kind of like baseball like if you're a fan, <laughs> you don't always watch every episode. You catch up. Right. New people come in. They go. There's you trades. You hope that your TV show makes the playoffs. Yeah, you write coverage. <laughs> you know. So this, but streakers run through occasionally. <laughs> no, but the the different the soap operas that in America they last forever and they last so long that sometimes a character will be played by like four or five different. Oh actors. yeah, it's amazing. It is amazing. I remember General Hospital coming home watching it with my mom before Oprah. Which really? I think yes. just ended, right? I don't. I, don't I think it's been. I don't know. I can't. One remember. of them ended recently. Days of Our Lives. Well, we covered one. We covered one. I think it was As the World Turns. Yes, yes. it was. I think yes. it was As the World yes. Turns. Yes. Everybody's favorite. <laughs> that was about a dot. It was lame. Yeah, that's very popular in Mexico now as a reboot. <laughs> Jane the Virgin, though, is, is it's it, about it's about a woman who goes through a very uh, trying experience. Uh, she goes to her gynecologist, and she's accidentally artificially inseminated. That would be such a loss. So she has a baby, but without having sex, which is obviously a reference to a lot of the Hispanics. They're Catholics, and they they have the quote unquote uh, virgin birth, which the is virgin a bullsh- of Guadalupe, which is a bullshit story that Catholics. Buy. But I don't know really? why it upsets you. It's a great story. It's fun. Why would you not tell that story? Like, like it's so much. It's so much better than some sci-fi junk. Like, oh, some <laughs> Trekkies flew around. Wait, Whoa. wait. Let's get I a little tr- more I creative. Triggered, I triggered wait, what? Is, did you just talk about this whole series is about that, or the that's final what the series is about? But the final episode was confusing. I didn't realize she had children. Who no, is this guy? She's married. Once you have a kid, it's not really a big part of your life anymore. You can focus <laughs> on other things. <laughs> who is Jane then? Jane's the woman Jane's who got the, married. Yeah, she's, she's an the author. main character. Oh, and she's she had a kid without knowing she had sex. She had like four. There were like three kids. No, right? well, she had a kid, but she was getting married, married to, to a, a guy, guy who also had kids. Were they, they were creating a new nuclear family. Right, a blended family is what a they call it. Blended family, like like um, like the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch. Oh, see, this is going to be a tough recording session. <laughs> when you guys go into singing to ch- eat up time, we know it's going to be rough. No, no, we're no, just no, started. No, no, no. We haven't even gotten to the BSB. We're setting the scene I right didn't now. Even, I didn't know what your breakdown was of it because I was like, is that the final episode? Did you guys watch the show? No, we yeah, did, yeah, but we there's did. no ins- <laughs> artificial insemination talk. And I try not to watch title scenes and like theme songs for this pod because <laughs> I don't want it to get spoiled. You know? Okay. That's good. So give us a BSB of the final episode. B. S.B. is back. Uh, so a broad strokes breakdown. This woman, Jane, <laughs> she's going to get married to Raphael, 
And everyone actually is on the cusp of entertainment fame. Yeah. Jane <laughs> is about to get a book published, and then her stepfather is about to get his show, <laughs> This Is Mars, like put it's to not an American audience. It's, it's, it's not his, a real dad. It's, it is her, her brother-in-law. Then it's that's her, weird. No, no, we, it's not her brother-in-law. It's yeah, it the, is. It's the guy who's married to her mother. No. He goes, being the father of Jane has been the greatest adventure of my greatest That's, pleasure in my life. Yeah, he does say that. Oh, I thought that was Jane's sister. Yeah. So just, oh, God damn, dude. Yeah. No way. <laughs> no, no, you're wrong. Okay. He's, yeah, he's an avuncular father. He goes, I was surprised he goes by that because he was asking the guy to call him dad. But you were very confident in your wrong. So <laughs> she is worried about her book. The father's worried about his fame. Another girl gets pregnant. So everyone's upstaging Jane's wedding including jane it's not really she's not the one who's excited about it. Raphael, he takes the reins to wedding plan jane's a career woman and he's worried that jane won't write her vows that if you really look at this on a macro level okay. the question is will jane write her vows or will she do a thought about it we don't know <laughs> that's an inside joke for our real listeners we don't know how much preparation will jane have and then in the end they get married and i'm not going to put this in the bsb but let me just say there's a lot of bus talk in here, so oh, you know yes. your boy loved it. I thought maybe you had written the show because the bus has become such a focal part of the episode. <laughs> but we'll we'll get into it. we'll get into it. Right. Jane is about to publish her book, and she has gotten a five hundred thousand dollar cash advance Pay spining sales. bonus. It's, yeah, <laughs> sixty one bucks. I've made this point again, and I'll make it again. I'm This is. A woman's only opportunity because women are larger readers than men. There's more money in book advances for first time female authors nice. of like memoir type stuff. I can't speak to the novelist, but uh -huh. like if you were John Paul Rivera, you want to write your book. I live in a van. <laughs> no one would buy it. But I would be. Were, I thrive in a yes, van. If you were Janine Paul Rivera, oh. sweating in the van with these cans. I mean, for <laughs> million dollar advance. For years, women have always had it easier in the entertainment. <laughs> business i think that's proven it's yes. proven and in the athletics uh, everywhere <laughs> yeah and so jane the virgin she's she's kind she what her character type is funny she's very loving she's like somewhat she's amazing attractive. she's the the like the center point of the family she's good to her relatives she's good to her kid good to the older good to the nephews she's uh very beautiful and she's very smart yeah they're, so. they're funny they're, they're, she has a great attitude about things. Right. They yeah. keep things light and they keep things positive. And when they cry, they usually come back to laughter soon after. It's very normal in Hispanic families. <laughs> I can speak from experience. Do you connect with the show at all because Absolutely. of your Mexican routes? Absolutely. Of course. Yeah? Yeah. I remember your Mexican roots, not routes. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because it makes me think back to my quinceanera and all the stuff like that, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's, it's very, it feels great Did to watch a Hispanic show. Did you call your grandma abuela? Abuelita. 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 <laughs> My abuelita. That was the thing. I don't necessarily know if a guy like me, this show was written for. It was. I disagree. No, how would it not be? Mexicans are just the Irish of the West Coast. That's what it is. <laughs> it's a Catholic people who settled the country a long time ago. Right, but the sense of humor and, and the Spanish, I couldn't understand. But nobody, I mean, they've, they've also gone through some levels of oppression, but no one has ever been oppressed as hard as the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> the but there are Irish people in Mexico. Canelo Alvarez, beloved Mexican hero, is redheaded of Irish descent. Right. There were a lot of Irish... Louis C.K. Uh, yep. A lot of Irish mercenaries <laughs> in like Jalisco, I think. The show has a very 
they have their own style of humor, right? It's a lot of like texting jokes where they show thought bubbles above the person's head. Sure. There's a narrator. Little family guy-esque. Yes, yes. There's a narrator. Who's there's like, a lot of jokes, too. That's the important thing. It's very much a sitcom. Like, yeah. There's not a lot of situational humor, actually, but there are a lot of jokes in the dialogue. Mm-hmm. And then the narrator is kind of the linchpin. It's a bit of an Arrested Development type show. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can see okay. what you're saying they're with Arrested very Development. very similar to Arrested. Right. That is a good point. I do see some, like, some, some parallels there. Right, those style. Jane is remarkably well adjusted for somebody who was, uh, was impregnated without her consent. Right? Yeah. I well, I don't know many people impregnated without their consent, so I can't compare her adjustment level. <laughs> Wait, but if I it's had possible comp- that being impregnated without your consent is just a wonderful experience for everybody, but I doubt so it. So that's what the show is about—a woman who was raped with a baby. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. It was an, it was compare. a mix-up. Like they were supposed to artificially inseminate one person, oh. and they accidentally artificially inseminated. Damn, dude! I was like, that is dark. <laughs> that is <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and she just rolled with it. I guess you see. I mean, she's got a kid. She doesn't like look at the kid every day and think about what, what a huge mistake he was and the, how he's dragging her life. And that's down. the kid with no teeth, right? That becomes the narrator of the show. That's the big twist. Is that yeah. her kid? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because she hangs out with Abuela, who is her mother. So I think that is correct. So then, yes. the woman who gives the vows at the end, or who does the ceremony, dude. But th- her mother looks like an old woman. Like, oh, that's no, her that's grandma. her grandmother. Yeah, yeah, that's a great grandma. Because her bisabuela. Mother- yeah, yeah, that's her grandmother. So She's confused. officiating the wedding. She- I was like, damn, that guy who married her mom is like really fishing and kind of an older bond. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Like, that's, yikes. That's what I was so So confused. you know what? I have a feeling, was her mom even in the show or is she dead? Yes. No, her mom is the, yes, her mom is like, <laughs> The, her, the, mom that's the issue is that her mom like looks just like her. Yeah, they like look the like same the same age. age. Yeah. And, and her mom is the one who's deciding not to move to Chicago. That's right. Or move to New that's York. That's her mom. That's her mom. Yes. That's yes. Oh, I, I thought too- that was a friend. <laughs> I thought that was the sister. <laughs> no, that's, that's her mom. mom. So uh, they did a, too. I, we got to get casting in here because it was not appropriate. There's not. You can't even Dude, tell. I, this is actually, happens all the time in Hispanic culture. People have children very young. White people did too until recently. No. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, I think we got to no, bring, bring it's down. It's strictly a Hispanic, bro. but we want people to have children younger and younger to fight the so-called fertility crisis. I, you know me, and I'm a huge believer in grand parental relationships. I think people should be having children definitely young. Yeah, yeah that's why this show is so confusing because I was like, her, her dad is married to a very old woman and he's like a famous telenoeva. Well, I picked up on it right away. Did you pick up? Well, that's because of your heritage. That's why. (laughs) That is why. (laughs) If you had a kid... Okay, so this is the uh, the writing aside. Okay, okay. Yeah. Wow, we're I getting hate into when we it just early. announce it. It's lame. You, I think we should announce it because no. people get confused. They right? don't get confused. They don't think that these stories are real. <laughs> no, they, they, they say what they are they doing? They don't think that these are real stories. I have had people and say, the way we, we the way we transition to it, it makes it so obvious. But you wrote a wonderful writing assignment. I think we should read it aloud. There's jokes in that. It's lame to be like, here comes the writing assignments. <laughs> but we're gonna do it. No. I agree with you. For one time, we'll do it. We'll see how it feels. Yes, this is us. always your way to try to get your way. You just go, let's try it once. Well, we've done it, you know, 69 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we could do it. All right. Jane Begin the, writing assignment. This is the, the question we oppose. We, we, we explain the Deepak Chopra moment. Sure. You know? Yeah. 
This is the writing assignment brought to you by Deepak Chopra. <laughs> so this, the writing assignment is Jane the Virgin is about a Catholic woman who was accidentally artificially inseminated. I'm sleeping. During this. <laughs> about when you had a baby by accident. What was your baby's name and how did your baby affect your life? What is your relationship with your kid now? All right, let me take this. <laughs> Upon moving to New York, I started going to the library daily. It allowed me to bask in air conditioning and use Wi-Fi discreetly while still being a self-righteous man who claimed to hate AC and only use a flip phone. <laughs> One day, after eating three pints of Ben and Jerry's, I had to use the bathroom. I sat down to take an extended dookie, and the <laughs> next few weeks, I began to very, feel very sick, especially in the morning. I went to my proctologist, and he diagnosed me as pregnant via the toilet seat. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know who the father is, but based on the fact that someone was servicing themselves at the library, I assumed he was homeless. <laughs> the pregnancy destroyed my body. The baby came out by C-section, and I never found his father. My son was extremely difficult. He was very mentally ill, and he was born at four feet tall, and he tried to kill me. I did not... <laughs> I did not like him at all. Whoa. I couldn't work anymore, and I was unable to get public assistance, as it's called WIC, Women, Infant, and Children, oh. not FIC, Fathers, oh. Infant, and Children, Bullshit. and certainly not Mick, <laughs> Irish people on the dole. <laughs> I gave my child up for adoption and dedicated my life to activism. Whoa. I said it was unfair that single dads were being persecuted. <laughs> dads know how to parent better than moms. Woo! Donald Trump made me the minister of parents. We abolished WIC and only gave public assistance to men. Although at this point I had no children. I was very inspirational. <laughs> Billy Joel released his first new song in 28 years. He's not quite a woman to me. I heard the song and became very enamored with Billy. We got married and began to have sex. <laughs> But as you know, Billy Joel has a drinking problem, and after he committed another DUI, I killed myself. (laughs) 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 Accidental insemination ruined my life. Damn. Uh, That is End of writing assignment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, So I actually did have a baby, too, when I was in college. I had had a one-night stand on Tinder and gotten the hookup pregnant. I'd come inside the date and knew my amazing sperm had probably fertilized that egg. So when we woke up, I made her a Plan B omelet. She said she wasn't hungry, so I made her a Plan B milkshake, but she said she wasn't thirsty. (laughs) I said, "Uh uh-oh, you must be in the mood for more semen. She said, exactly. So I crushed some Plan B into a powder and used a syringe to put the Plan B directly into my cup. (laughs) This is gross. (laughs) I didn't have my own syringe and had to borrow hers, unfortunately. A few hours later, I woke up in a pool of sweat and had obviously infected my dick when I went into the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> Ew. So I went in the bathroom, and she had written in lipstick on the mirror, Welcome to the world of fatherhood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> AIDS, AIDS Mary was pregnant oh. with my child and ended up bringing me to court for child support, which Damn. I, I refused to pay because I'm a father's rights activist. Nice, dude. <laughs> I've never met my kid because of this, and that's okay with me. Whoa, you know who you need. The child support superhero. Yes. <laughs> Get on thick. <laughs> yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now it's time for me to read my writing assignment. <laughs> a few years ago, I was a young stand-up comedian in Boston, learning to write and tell jokes in Boston's famously blue-collar scene full of tradesmen and regular Joes who lived on Dunkin' Donuts, cocaine, and jokes about fitting pipes and plumbing. 
Damn, that's One funny. night after a killer set at Motley's Comedy Club, I ran into actress Mila Kunis, who was in Boston to film Ted 2. She <laughs> told me I was hilarious and asked if my penis was really as small as I claimed it was on stage. <laughs> I told her my penis is so small, you can't even tell that I have it pressed up against you right now. Mila and Jesus. I made love in the freezer at Motley's, and then we both went on with our lives. Wow. A year later, Mila's assistant dropped off a surprise, an 11-pound bundle of joy named Topher Ashton Rivera, my estranged <laughs> baby son. I immediately started taking my son to open mics, claiming that I need to go on early to parent my kid, but then drinking and getting high outside till 2.30 in the morning. I loved being a parent. Little Topher Ashton would help me get oh, laid, too. Wow. I would put Topher Ashton in my papoose and walk around the mall till a girl would take notice. Then I would offer $100 to have raw dog sex in her car. When we would hook up, <laughs> I would leave Topher Ashton in my car in the gentle warmth of the afternoon sun. I would put a note on the window explaining to passersby that I was busy, I was busy getting tail and that the AC was running inside. But it never actually was because Zach told me that AC is bad for the environment. <laughs> This worked for weeks until a very rude state trooper smashed open my car window and arrested me before I could even nut, hitting me with several felony charges and a misdemeanor case of blue balls. My judge was Judge Joe Brown, and I was defended by Vern Troyer's lawyer. Whoa. My lawyer said out of all of his clients, including Vern Troyer, I had the smallest penis, which I took as a huge compliment and a sign that I would win the case. But the judge suspended my parental rights and damned little Topher Ashton to the living hell of the adoption system in the United States. Wow. And wow. writing assignment. That's very funny. What parking lot were you in when he found you? I'm sorry. The writing assignment is over. <laughs> We can't have it relate to the rest of the show. <laughs> I was in the South Shore. I was in the South Shore Plaza. Nice, <laughs> Lord and Taylor. Oh man, uh, have you seen any other telenovelas besides La Ruby, which is a show we've gone over? Yeah, if you're listening to this, go ahead and check out La Ruby. I Musulmanes is the full title. Ruby and the Muslims. <laughs> Really? Yeah, I think we were on a Muslim kick then. Too. Oh, nice. Hey, they never really leave our heart. No, of course not. We've been fighting for the Uyghurs since the beginning. <laughs> we are Muslim freedom fighters. All right. So my um, so one woman, she's like trying to move to New York. Her, her husband is about to break through because his show is called Landed on Mars. Yeah, and this woman, this is Jane's mother. This is Jane's mother who looks about Jane's age. Yes. Jane's mother is moving to New York. but She had her when she was nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> it was the accidental insemination. Absolutely. We should see what the age difference is between the actors. Do you mind if I look? Yeah, no, please, please do. Go ahead. You weren't going to do anything else. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude. Sweet burn. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Begin look up portion of show. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah she's like she's about to move to new york you know the funniest thing to me was her husband is a famous mexican super uh actor right sure yeah he's uh he's gonna get his big and, break on a new show and he's got about 10 million followers on instagram right and but oh he yeah is, he's obsessed with breaking through that's what it says uh -huh. in the show and then his show which is on like cbs called like life Lit, on mars life this is mars. mars this is mars He's like, oh, my God, I must be breaking through in the country. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's not a good accent. But he's it's like, I must be breaking through in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Guadalupe, Mexico. I, I don't know if they're from Mexico. I guess this is based on a Venezuelan show. Well, oh, whatever. okay. 
All right, I'm in the lookup. That's also, South a, South a white Mexico. woman, yeah. a lady from Westchester made this show. Oh. Shiomata. Okay, Jane was born in 1984. Yeah. Dude, Andrea Nevada. This is actually is on them. Was born in 77. So that's October an of 77. <laughs> so it's an eight year difference. Jane's 84. It might be six. <laughs> it's just it's six, six years. Yeah. That's hilarious. It's like. No, they, they would wait. They would be sisters before they would be mother and daughter. Yeah, they couldn't even be mother and daughter unless they were bo- both born in petri dishes. <laughs> and technically, Jane was one generation down, but they <laughs> okay. were like fertilized a few years ago. That's true. I mean, they look very similar, but so, she's supposed to be your mother. So the mother, though. Oh, so the the husband's like maybe oh. that's a commentary on telenovelas, though, that people look too young. Could that be. their looks for women is too important. I don't right. remember anything. From and that is, it goes. It's like a giant leap. It's like you look beautiful or like you're, you're 20 ancient. or you're 110 you know and um but it's so funny he's like oh i must be breaking up my show on mars is uh it's it's uh, my numbers are tripling doubling and they show his instagram account growing faster it goes from like <laughs> 10 million to like 30 million yeah and it's like bro if you have a show on cbs now it, it's not, that's not gonna happen there is one exception oh. unless it's a notorious and nefarious Double tripling of followers, like something really messed up right, happened you, on your if pilot. If he was on The Bachelor and he got accused of rape, yes, like he would be. What the fuck? Yeah, get, that, then you would trend yes. because people would talk about it, and but people would just flock and follow you. The, the premise here was that maybe not follow that his network released the pilot online on yeah. for a little online preview. Yeah, so it's so hilarious to me because it's like. This is just not how television works anymore. Maybe in the seventies, if Instagram was around, you, I your, mean, <laughs> your your views would go way up. But I bet you a million people watch CBS. I night. I mean, I saw about forty eight new followers when I did the Steve Katzo show on Arlington Public Access. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> so I think that it could happen. <laughs> did That's you really good. see any followers? No, I didn't do the show. But <laughs> I, I, I was just making a joke about public access, you know, because <laughs> there good. are like some comedians that we know. They would be like, I mean, I've done TV. It didn't boost me at all. And you'd be like, what'd you do? Did uh, Somerville Public Access 24-hour <laughs> marathon. It's pretty much like the Jerry Lewis telethon. Yes. So, yeah, I thought that was a funny scene. He's also like, I like how unabashedly he is like, I'm trying to break in America. Become famous. I want to be a to be famous, famous American star. You and know? they're all comfortable. They're all middle class artists. Like they have nice houses. Yeah, they seem family. like they've made it. You know, they're in the entertainment industry. They all have steady jobs, steady paychecks. But I mean, Jane just got five hundred thousand dollars in the bank. That's amazing. Right. But they, they, it took them some time. I think when the they show a flashback to the mom, and um, and the mom's mom like coming to America, moving into the home, and it's interesting. It's like. They definitely didn't start at the top. Well, yeah, they were probably showing up based on that time in 1931. It was a pretty destitute <laughs> time for everybody. No one had internet. There were bread lines, you know. Right. This is what we do in America. Everybody has a sob story, origin story, where they everyone ever grew up absolutely impoverished. Damn. And Take then they become them. wicked rich. Okay. You know, it, just back in the day, there was less physical comfort. I don't. I don't think it's. <laughs> What's your it's problem with Jane? <laughs> I got. I think Jane was playing up her destitute roots, which were her grandmother's claiming, and not her own. You think she was claiming to be Poe? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you think? That is a reference to my long-standing feud with Oprah Winfrey, <laughs> who claims not just to be poor. Poe. She, she couldn't even po. afford the R. <laughs> That's right. She was Poe. That'd be poo. <laughs> <laughs> Could afford the O R. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn 
Uh, James- this is why I think it's a patronizing bootstraps <laughs> message to send to these people who are poor right now and will ne- who will, were born poor and will die poor. What kind of message do you want to send to those who are poor? <laughs> who are those who are poor? <laughs> We, workers of the world unite. Seize the means of production. I would say, well, at least it's not a vowel. You can buy the R. It's not that much. <laughs> Wheel of Fortune rules. You'll be fine. Jane's getting married to his name is Raphael. Is that his Raphael. Name? Raphael. Raphael. He's white. He has white children. They all sleep together in a bed, which is dangerous. Michael Jackson found that out. Right. And was that so? That must have been his ex-wife who was on the side of him. What do you mean the side of? Because he had like a white woman that was. Next to him, that was like no. Good friends that's with the him. woman that's assigned to him by Andrew Yang. <laughs> <laughs> this takes place in Yang 2020, and he, and Andrew Yang is assigned women oh, to white men. Well, there's a there's a white woman who I had no idea how she was involved with the show, and she ends up making out with Rosario Dawson at the very end. Yeah, I missed Rosario, Rosario Dawson. Dawson. Oh, she comes in. Yeah, yeah. I just forgot it was her. Rosario so, Dawson. She was nude in that. So movie, that France. makes me think really? that's why mm-hmm. Raphael is bro- is. Raphael must have been married to her. They probably got disavowed each other because of her <laughs> lesbianism. And they probably had children. Or because together. he said bing, bang, boom is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed his wife would be dead because he seemed to have uh, lead custody of the children, which is rare No, but when in, there's a living mother. Unless the, that mother's a lesbian and a sinner. And then the government <laughs> says, you know what? Give it to Raphael. Yep. Maybe the mother <laughs> left them in a hot car like I did to tow for Ashton. <laughs> yeah, but maybe that hot car was just like an introduction to Turkish baths. I, I think it's... Uh, <laughs> Xenophobic to not let people leave their children in cars. That's true. That's true. <laughs> as long as they're shirtless and you know getting the sweat on, they're right. gonna they're gonna get married. But uh, Raphael, he runs into some problems uh, on the way to the wedding. He also has an emotional problem where he doesn't know his parentage. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't know the <sighs> yeah, history of his parents, but they sort of gloss. Oh, over that's it. right. I in forgot the, about in this. In the beginning of the show, they're like the big. The narrator is making fun of telenovelas. He's like, the big outcome would usually be when he finds out that his parents, where they're from, they would be dead. Or no, 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 that they would be like evil or something in a telenovela. But in this story, they just died in a car accident. Yeah, he's, he's been looking for his lost parents, but Jane finds out that his parents are just dead. They were Italian bakers. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. yeah. Wait, is he, Raphael's Italian? By birth, perhaps. Raphael. His, his parents were bakers in Italy. I don't. Raphael, know. very common ta- Italian name. There was a famous uh, Ninja Turtle. Common Jewish Italian. name. Common Cuban name. Raphael oh, wow. Palmero. Do you think that um, Raphael? Oh, wait, I want to hear everybody do their narrator voice. Oh, okay. Yeah, do your telenovela narrator voice. Uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> Jack stepped onto stage to tell jokes for the very first time at an open mic. <laughs> And he desired to lean on the comedy stylings that he had grown to love so much. (laughs) He stepped on stage, and in front of Orlando Baxter, a very influential black comic, he said the N-word in a joke. (laughs) Orlando Baxter was very cool about it, and Jack continued to say it privately in his own home. (laughs) Disavow that. That's not true. Ready, here's my telenovela voice. Oh, God. (laughs) Go! <laughs> Damn. Okay, my telenovela voice. Telenovela voice. John Paul is a man who comes in his van when he's <laughs> jerking off. <laughs> you sound like Borat. John Paul. <laughs> keep going, keep going. No, That's true, though. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the tel- so 
So she fi- she tells her, her Raphael that his parents are dead, and they sort of have just a sweet moment about it, but they move on pretty fucking quickly. Yes, then do. the show is a lot of camp, right? It's campy. It's silly. It's uh, He get he tries to go do something at the book office. Um, he gets pulled over because he runs over he runs through like a stop sign it's it's he's uh he's finds himself trapped inside of a parking lot by one of those those like lifting gate arms and since he's like on he's late to his wedding he decides to just plow right through it but then when he plows right through it he gets arrested by the police right he has to call his fiance on the day of their wedding and explain that he's been arrested and his fiance jane She's actually kind of excited about it. She handles she it thinks, very well. Yeah, she thinks it's really romantic that he got arrested trying to get like back to their yeah. trying to get to their wedding faster. Yeah. And she thinks it's great, so she goes to bail him out, but there's a marathon going on, so she has to do navigate all these sort of obstacles trying to get to the police station to bail out Raphael, right. her fiance. So she she can't get to a lift, so what she does is she gets on board of a bus realized that the bus won't be able to work out for in time and she offers the bus driver an exorbitant amount of money Does to she? skip the stops. I no. thought she just asked him. No, no she, gives she offered every $5,000. Oh, Hell really? yeah. Yes. And she offers everybody on the bus 50 bucks. If it was New York, she could have just got a dollar van. <laughs> dollar true. vans don't have to stay on the route. That's true. You can do that. What the hell's a dollar van? Dollar vans are like, it's like community public transportation people basically it's like unlicensed livery drivers that will just drive you around and it's very common they'll run up and down like a bus route but they don't make as many stops and it's usually two bucks yeah that's kind of sick and like if it's late at night and you're an old lady and you live like a block away they'll just drop you off at your house yeah and, and you can and, smoke weed in there and they don't yell at these people they don't get arrested the majority of them are unlicensed it's just kind of allowed to happen yeah that sounds sketchy as fuck. The typical white person but reaction. But it's, you know, it's, it's good for the community. Yeah. Is it? Eyes Absolutely. On the street. Yeah, cheaper ride. It's of 75 course. cents cheaper than the bus. It's for the people. But I don't think you can get a monthly pass. <laughs> could, you, could I start doing it myself? Uh, if absolutely. you were cool about it. I think the the dollar van is bigger in like Caribbean communities, black yeah. and Latino. Yeah, yeah. So, so you, you already have the soundtrack to play. <laughs> so yeah, as long as you got your your, your dreads back. On. <laughs> so if you just kind of got on, gave him two bucks, and then got off, you'd be cool. No, no, I'm saying, could I start my yes, own van? That you certainly could. I could get a bus and go up and down the road. You could get a 16 person bus, charge two <laughs> bucks, park at an area. Yeah. I, you'd want to make sure that like you weren't stepping on anyone else's toes, but yeah. When I was in St. Thomas, they have like unlicensed people that you can like. I would do it from the supermarket once in a while. Yeah, you can and do the dollar van. It was sketchy. I didn't like it. You didn't like it? No, I prefer my guy to have the right licenses. Yeah, yeah. yeah but then you can get a ride, and they'll sell you fucking shitty bootleg DVDs <laughs> of movies that are in theaters right now. I would at like the same to time take the dollar van. I could get into it because apparently the buses in New York are very slow. I don't know. I never took the bus in New York. A lot of people don't. I took the bus when I was in New York, and it was fine. Uh, yeah, but you had to. It was, a short, the city it was bus? a short bus. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. So she, there's a lot of bus humor. She paid. How much would you, if somebody came on the bus like, my wedding's down the road. I need him to skip a stop. Please, people, will you? And everybody's like, no. How much money would it take for you if you were on There's the bus? There's no amount of money. I'm a men's rights activist. Yeah, I, I would so just, I wouldn't accept I would any amount of money. I would just get off and walk. I'd like, be like, take it, you fucking bitch. 
<laughs> I would not take the pain of stay not on making the your bus wedding for the ride. I would. I would. No. She. If she was like, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you let him go a little bit out of the way. I would let him do that. I would just get off and walk. Oh, okay. Because uh, they stop at the police station for forty-five minutes. It says. Right. 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 So that's very 45 minutes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, it was ridiculous. It was a long... It, like, you're kind of an idiot It if takes you stay a long time, I assume, to bail someone out of jail. Right. A lot of paperwork. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't like this part. I thought it was too silly. I didn't okay. like it at all. Whatever. Life can be silly. It was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the ad on the bus, the si- ad on the side of the bus talks her at one point, so it is right, kind of that was cool. a fantasy, fantasy did, show. Did you like the Catholic undertones of the show, Zach? Because you're a good Catholic boy. Yeah, yes. there weren't many. It was just uh, artificial insemination. I would say the premise is a reference to Virgin of Guadalupe, uh, the Virgin, and then uh, other than that, they like What's the difference church. between the Virgin and the Virgin of Guadalupe? I think the Virgin of Guadalupe is that stylized, ionic way of drawing it that Mexicans like okay. with a certain color. And there might have been a virgin in Guadalupe, but she was not the virgin. Uh, do you think that uh, like the Virgin Mary, like how is Jane's pregnancy not any different than the Virgin Mary's? Like the Virgin Mary's, was it God's semen? Was semen involved in getting the Virgin Mary pregnant? <laughs> you could ask a priest; they would break it down for you. No, it's it's magic. It's like transubstanti- transubstantiation. Hey, come on! It's like transubstantiation. <laughs> yeah, I would they say that it probably was not semen. She probably did not like feel liquid or anything. Oh. Yeah, so like she wasn't lying there, and all of a sudden, God cream pied her. <laughs> And then watched it run out and but got turned on. Gabriel, the annunciator or whatever, came down and just said, you're pregnant. Yeah. Oh, okay, so she had embryos in her cooking already. Yep. Yeah, she was probably fertilized at that point because it's not good to say anything before the first trimester is over <laughs> <laughs> in case there was a miscarriage. So I'm sure Gabriel, he waited a little bit. Right, that would make sense. But no, that's a, that's a weird story. I would like to hear a priest talk to me about that. Dude, if you want to get weirder, the, there are four Marian miracles, the miracles of Mary. This is like not written in the Bible. I can't find it, but it is Catholic, not lore. Right. But it's the, absolutely lore. It's like stuff they make up, like uh, the saints. The, the Virgin Mary was also born of a virgin birth. What? what? Yeah. See, this is what the this is what the Catholic Church does. They just got to up the ante. Right. So even she was born a virgin. Yes, and she didn't die. She was. She was assumed into the heaven. Virgin, what? Because that puts her on like equal standing with Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's, she's what way a, up there. There are, there are some people who say it's a bit of a polytheistic religion. Right, because Virgin Mary, she she would be she would have original sin. Right? Yes, so if she, she was born from sex, so she can't be. She has to be born of the virgin birth. <laughs> right, right. It's honestly just like great canon. Like it's all like perfectly. So you would just have to keep going back and say everybody born of mother of Virgin Mary was. No, I I don't think I think Virgin Mary's mother could have been a, a whore. As and they it would was say okay. In the no, no, her yeah. grandmother, right? Because you're saying her mother was also a virgin. She was all. That she ma- was born a of, virgin. Yeah. That she, but she was that you're saying that Mary was the result of another miraculous pregnancy, yes. and so that only her grandmother would have been the slut that took cock to, yeah. make, <laughs> yes. to make a baby, <laughs> yes, the dirty whore who had <laughs> sex. That's so lame to me that Catholics want to be like even Jesus' mother. She could never have. She was perfect, <laughs> right? Very, and lame. she didn't die. She was a, she. She was assumed into heaven. What does that mean? She like, like levitated up into yeah, the sky. Into, wow. Like literally a light, a ray of light came out from the clouds and so, lifted her up so like Star Trek. she's not buried anywhere. No. Her body's gone. Like, like Obi-Wan Kenobi, you know? Wait, is Jesus' body gone? Yes. 
He, yeah, he went back up too. It's one. It's another thing that's hard to find. But <laughs> Jesus comes back, and then he stays for forty days. Damn, I didn't know it was that long. He stayed for forty it was days. Sort of like, um, dude, that's a full, that's over a month. That's over yeah, a month of rent. That, that's, that's like if it was a vacation. You'd be like, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's like if, if like if like Jesus someone had a, if. Run Springer. Yeah, that's <laughs> like if someone came if someone came into town and stayed with you for forty days, you'd be very excited. <laughs> it by was the end of it. an you'd be extended like, sublet situation. <laughs> yes, yes, you would you'd be, be like you'd be coming in at like week three and being like, "So you think everything's <laughs> cool up in heaven without you?" Or right. like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like Let's I noticed that I do you plan to get a job or <laughs> right right oh yeah dude no I said man as long as you want you know as long as you want to stay it's cool I'm gonna actually go to my mom's for a couple days if that's like you know if you don't have to come now to that and he's like no no I'll come You're like oh, god <laughs> god damn it Jesus. Oh, that's so interesting. I didn't know that the Virgin Mary was also a mom's was a virgin. Yeah, there's four Marian miracles. What are the other two? We've gone over... One is Jesus' birth. It's Mary's birth, Jesus' birth, the assumption. I don't know what the fourth is. It might have been that she was just perfect She also could dunk. That was the other one. (laughs) She (laughs) would dunk on fools constantly. Virgin (laughs) Mary was the first woman to dunk until Lisa Leslie. (laughs) Some people say Obama's the Antichrist, but Lisa Leslie is the Virgin Mary. On the backside of the cross, they actually had a hoop that Mary was (laughs) Boom! She she was the inventor of slam ball. (laughs) You've said in the podcast before that you thought slam ball was going to be a huge sensation. (laughs) You thought it was going to take off. You thought people were going to stop watching lame-ass NBA and start watching slam ball. It's cool. It's fucked. There's tackling and there's trampolines. It's sick. That is pretty cool. Speaking of alternative sports, next year, 2020, XFL. 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 We're already all wearing our XFL gear. Which is new to me. Dude, yeah. (laughs) Trump is going to go to the first game, throw out the first pitch. Mm -hmm. Trump is going to be QB of the the winning team. (laughs) That'd be sick if he got a snap. (laughs) That's what they should do. Instead of an opening throwing pitch. Uh, like the, somebody throws out the first pitch, somebody takes out the first snap. Yeah, no, Trump. It's a live ball. Trump <laughs> takes a snap. He cuts through the line and he runs right over Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> runs right over him. Hey, leaves him paralyzed on the field. Trump yes. came out. He says he thinks Colin should play. No he, way. Did he? Yeah, really? I think he, he said that. Too. He was yeah. like, "Hey, no if he's way. Good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Really? He said if he's good enough, he should be in the league. That's wild. Because he or previously, like a, a year ago, he was like, "Get that asshole off the he field." Ca- he called the man a son of a bitch. Yeah. He's what? That's bizarre. The guy he really is, is a unstable. Loose cannon. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what he's doing. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So she goes. They finally they all sound like Ricky Rector there when you say she goes. <laughs> she goes. She. They finally all get to the wedding. The wedding's nice. They get wedding is a big theme of final episodes. A lot of times, happy days, the end of bachelor days. Yeah, nine hundred two one zero, nine hundred two one zero, Melrose Place at a wedding. I think wedding is a big thing. Wedding, I think, is for a lot of people. Glee, I think, ended in a wedding too. Maybe I don't. Yeah, no. At the very end, they were all going to a wedding. Remember, and they're like the kid in the wheelchair. Like they stay outside of the the chapel before they all go in. That's cool. Yeah, it's very possible. Maybe it was a christening. I just think baby. that like people maybe that are in the Hollywood system, they just think of weddings as like the end of life. You know, <laughs> they kind of do, dude. Because I, I bet you the majority of them aren't married. Yeah, but they don't last long. A wedding. 
a Hollywood wedding. It's oh, not a long arrangement. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why it's, they all do that. Some though. of them are shorter than Jesus' second time on earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Less then you know this. Days. That's when the Mormons say Jesus rode his canoe to Nicaragua oh, and brought Christianity to the Americas. <laughs> oh, that's true. Really? That's when he put those plates in the ground or Delphi yes, or whatever. Yeah. He rode his canoe to Nicaragua. Yes. There was a Mormon pastor recently who was just arrested for snapping hidden photos of women in dressing dressing rooms at a department store you can't do that not allowed hey but you know what at least he supports brick and mortar and not online <laughs> shopping <laughs> <laughs> wait so in the 40 days he came to nicaragua he put some plates in the ground and uh, all the way back has anybody tried to do the the journey that they say he went on the jesus oh, trip that's yeah. a great question that's right. an awesome idea like to like just see if that's feasible but i mean even if you couldn't do it were you going to accuse that jesus could not do it of course he could do it there's do a anything. polish right. guy like a 75 year old polish guy who loves doing these trips and he's not athletic he's like a fat guy <laughs> and he canoes across the atlantic he's done like africa to brazil he's done london to like new jersey really in a canoe yeah it takes him like 72 days in a kayak with like a little hut on it where does he dump it off the side of the canoe you think yeah <laughs> I think uh, he might do it like in a jar and then light that on fire for fuel. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, they all get married. Everything ends well. The yeah, you say Rosario Dawson makes out with a white woman at the end, right? Yes, yes. And like I mentioned before, you guys check out a movie called Trance because Rosario Dawson is nude in it and it's crazy. I did not know there was nude She's images so of Rosario hot. Dawson. And actually in the movie, this is bizarre, but in the movie they talk about artwork Class, it's about stealing classic artwork, and they talk about how, in a period of Renaissance artwork, artists started removing pubic hair from images depicted to make them seem more like uh, Christ-like. Not more; uh, yeah. they're more di- more divine and less human. And so, there's a scene where Rosario Dawson shaves her pussy and then comes out to like reveal her nude body to James McAvoy. Damn, what is this movie? It's is it directed. Good? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's. I mean, it's. Pretty good. <laughs> it's directed by uh, the guy who did um, your favorite movie, Slumdog Millionaire. Where did you oh, see? Who yeah. wants to be a, a millionaire? millionaire. Danny, Danny Boyle. Danny Boyle. Uh, yes. Dude, listen to this guy's career. Yeah. Okay, we can do it. Train spotting. Yes. Twenty eight days later. Sunshine. Sunshine. Twenty. Uh, trance. And then, who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. Uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Uh, oh, yeah. Twenty seven hours. One hundred twenty seven hours. One hundred twenty seven hours. The yeah. guy's a beast. Billions, which is a great. He's tri- a billions guy. He didn't direct the TV show Billions. He directed a really great little Scottish movie. Is uh, Paul Giamatti in it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see Trance on Netflix or on Mr. Skint? Uh, <laughs> I've seen clips of the movie in various online locales, and then <laughs> in the in the van. By myself. So you haven't seen the whole movie. No, I've seen the whole movie. It's confusing. It's kind of like, it's a little bit like a, a lower budget uh, and different style. It's a little bit like Inception, but a little different style. Oh, okay. Because it's all about like the mind and stuff like that. It's, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a psychological heist movie where they use like hypnotism to like affect people. And Do stuff. you think Leonardo DiCaprio should have won the Oscar for Revenant? For Revenant? Uh, <laughs> no, he should have won it. For, he should have won it for... Um, Django Unchained. He's like amazing in Django. Yeah, he is. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Yeah, he's like the villain. He's Candy, the villain. It's good. He's like amazing in that. And there's people always tell a story that I don't know if it's true. That in the scene, the big long scene when he smashes his hand, he like really cut his hand pretty badly, but like kept filming the scene, and then he even used his blood to like smear to like it. smear on his coworker. Which people probably shouldn't tell that story if it's not true because it doesn't make it makes him look so committed to his craft that he's willing to 
commit hit, uh, to commit OSHA violations on the set. <laughs> you can't be rubbing your blood on somebody for real when yeah, they don't know what's coming. Yeah, I would coming. be like, I wouldn't trust Leo's blood. I'd be like, I, he needs to be tested. <laughs> you think he could have? Uh, he could be welcoming someone to the world of AIDS. I think. <laughs> Welcome to the world of AIDS. I just, it's so funny. Yeah. Such a crazy way to phrase it. Yep. <laughs> all right. Let's uh, do a Deepak Chopra. Hey, oh, and I the, love it. the way this show goes from the show you want to talk about? All's no. well that ends well. It's it's a good, good feel good, good feel good finale. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. My Deepak, is that your Deepak Chopra moment? No, no. I know what yours is going to be. The, the beautiful deep, women? The Deepak Chopra moment is when we go over our favorite movie or our favorite moment from a show, whether or not we like the show. We just like to talk about it. Yeah, our something a moment. positive. We end a it on positive. a positive note. Yeah, nice. my Deepak uh, Chopra moment from the show uh, would be uh, the the harmonious and uh, and positive betrayal of Latina and Latin Latinx people in the United States. Just hardworking people who've had it pretty rough. Not as hard as the Irish, but pretty rough. <laughs> And uh, and who persevere and continue on even though their president is inspiring people to walk into Walmart's and try to kill them all. As Tucker Carlson would call them, Latinx. <laughs> is that what he says? Yeah, he has some segments where he's like, Latinx? I mean, what is this? Latinx? Uh, that's funny. Uh, so, Latinx. <laughs> I, I like two things. One, the weather was amazing. Yeah. It was good to see that sun, and you could tell it was like a hot, warm sun that you would feel good about. Kind of golden hour. And So uh, you like the idea of fictional sun, but yes. when real sun comes into play, it affects you negatively. <laughs> then I love that they take an eco-friendly, really man-of-the-people type limo ride to the wedding in a metropolitan bus. Hell yeah. It's good to support union workers. That's what I like it. That's why I don't like dollar cabs. They're scabs. Yeah. <laughs> dollar cabs, more like scabs. <laughs> Ride the bus. I always, uh, I think that bus. being a bus driver would be like one of the hardest jobs you could ever do. It seems impossibly hard. You know, work. sometimes like mega bus drivers get paid more than American Airlines pilots. That would be, uh, <laughs> mega bus seems way easier to me than, than like city bus driver. Oh yeah, bus, mega yeah. bus. You're just for like if you're driving if you're driving that New York to Boston, Boston route, you go back and forth one time. You're most you're on the highway most of the time. It's you not got that the hard, dude. But we yeah. had a real annoying. You can text the whole time. Annoying lady on my bus back. There was like a tornado warning. She was freaking out. She driver, driver, stop, please. Can we please stop, driver? She was like Polish or something. And her daughter was sitting next to me. Her daughter did not take care of it. She's flipping out about the tornado warning. And then there's why does she want to stop? Because you think that's she was gonna... afraid. She said it says take <laughs> shelter. And then there were these like sassy, these like sassy nineteen year old Asian American girls who were speaking French to each other. They were great. Yeah. And she's yelling, driver, please stop. And this girl goes, this girl, these two girls are yelling. You Unison. No, why? <laughs> why would we stop? There's always a tornado warning. No, and like nobody tries to calm her down, but yeah. she's just screaming. <laughs> oh, that's great! And nothing happened. I'm sure. No, nothing happened. But the driver on the way down had a lead foot. This guy was gassing it. <laughs> We're like pulling up on like Office Max track the trailers. He's flooring. Damn. Damn. Dude, this lady stop. was so annoying. She's like. Even before that, she's getting stuff out of her bag. She's like yelling and to you're, her daughter all the like time. And you don't like to just sit and listen to music or podcasts. You like to live in the moment. Dude, so. I just sit there cross arm and just stare straight ahead and just ignoring <laughs> this woman. She's Hard drink- to read a book when a woman's yelling, Driver! <laughs> so it was funny. so annoying. <laughs> wow. Uh, my Deepak Chopra moment was obviously the Rosario Dawson lesbian kiss because 
<laughs> the show doesn't have much sexuality to it until the very final two minutes. Rosaria Dawson is one of those beautiful women on the face of the earth. She comes in and she makes out with this chick. Do you feel like who do you feel like would have won in an ultimate surrender? Ooh. Match? To be honest, the the white girl had like serious hits. Beef. She had yeah, some beef. She had some bottom beef that could really look like she could sit on your face and make you tap out. Okay. <laughs> That's hot. Let's do a role play. Wow, we're, we're this, we talked a lot about this show. Let's do a role play. That we we missed a lot of stuff, including the whole dad thing. Whatever. Would you call your father-in-law dad? I call him daddy. Daddy. Okay. Yeah, all right. All right. I'm just looking up the Rosario Dawson nude photos from Trance. <laughs> so what should we do for a role I'll, play? I'll be the narrator. You know what? On the bus, I'll be the <laughs> Polish woman from my mega bus. <laughs> yeah. Damn, look at that. Wow. Are those real cans? Uh, oh, you see her actual puss. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. Send me that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Take that, Gabby Carter. Hey. Big news in the Gabby hey, Carter. Hey, drive up! <laughs> <laughs> You'll be the narrator. I will be... Dude, um, you should freak out on the bus and just be like, Drive up the Wi-Fi! The Wi-Fi! <laughs> Hello, Gabby Carter! <laughs> uh, I'll, be, I'll be Jane's mother. All right. All right. I'm the woman from the bus. And I'll be the bus driver. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. I think you're saying you're not the narrator anymore? Well, maybe the narrator will come in later. Oh, okay. Sounds good. All right. So you're the one from the bus. I'm Jane. I'll just be Jane then. Yeah, okay. All right. So we, you, where is this wedding? Oh, uh, the wedding, it's uh, uh, it's just up here. You got to take two rights and then you got to take a left. I know it's off right. the beaten path. All right. How much are you going to give me for it? Um, well, that's the thing. I already gave all the my money to the last bus driver, so <laughs> um, driver. <laughs> someone's yelling at you. <laughs> driver, is that thunder? Uh, yeah, it looks like it's pretty it's far away. It's not thunder. We're just driving. Driver, yeah. they're just shooting a movie. Driver, here. Yeah. stop the bus. No, they're just no. shooting a movie. No, we're I have the listen. Bus. I have money. I'll give you a hundred dollars if you shut your fucking. I don't want right money. Now. Uh, what do you want then? <laughs> I want to get to where I'm going. I'm going to the Family Dollar on West Ninth. I want to get there. <laughs> All right. Family well, Dollar is bullshit. Family Dollar is stuff for over dollar. You want to go to Dollar Tree? <laughs> they have the real cheap stuff. If someone's <laughs> running beside the bus, banging on the door, driver. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Just I put oh, it on I fell into your lap, driver. Hey everybody, hey everybody it's me, Mama June. <laughs> Oh, Mama June. Is this bu- I-, I just seen that the bus is number 89. <laughs> Usually doesn't come down this route, but I was trying to get on anyway. Go to church. So uh, I- Mama June, we don't have enough room for you on this bus. Ma- Mama June, isn't number 89 you usually get a Popeye's, which is the entire menu? <laughs> You fat whore. Are you calling me a fat whore? Fat hey, no fat shaming on hey, this bus. Hey. Uh, I'm going to pay you good money to fat shame on the bus. Mama June, I'm trying you need to, get to, to pay own- triple to sit in this bus. That's not what you said last night when you were up in my ass. <laughs> hey, Mama June, you're having sex Mama, with bus driver? Wait, I, I thought I Mama was in June. a bus. Mama June, but I thought you only like have sex with uh, child sex predators. Is that the case with him? I hate to say it, <laughs> but driver, what begins with E and ends in philia. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She, that is right. I'm actually an ephemophile men's rights activist. <laughs> really? Yes. Bus driver. Are you single? Are you single? <laughs> are you single? I am. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I can ditch this wedding and we can go off together. Did you just celebrate your quinceanera? No. Uh, and no thanks. Oh, damn. Hey, bus driver, remember <laughs> me? I'm Mama Jill. I'm only 21 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm a grandma, I'm very young. <laughs> oh, wow. You must have loved Jane the Virgin. 
I never like no virgin. I haven't been no virgin since before I was born. <laughs> you wow. had a miraculous non-virgin birth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's our show. What's uh, rate this? Oh, that sounds great. I give this show a six, a positive representation of Latinx, <laughs> uh, with uh, with some fun flavor. Nine point five. This was wow. a really fun show with beautiful women and strong family values. Whoa! Yes. I give this show a. Six and a half. I think it's like fine. It's not very interesting. It is kind of funny, but it's good to see representation of other countries. Hell yeah. Representation matters.